Welcome to episode 179 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me advocating for simple solutions to complex problems on Twitter at SEATJK. And with me, as always, is Chris. Where can we find you advocating for downtown traffic safety and encouraging open discussion of the issues facing your city, Chris? You can find that at CD Villa Senor. Not really. It's really a different Twitter account. But for you, retweet, the, for, you retweet it. For our purposes, it's at CD Villa Senor. All right. Well, as with more weeks than not, maybe not lately, but <laughs> <laughs> we've got a great show for you this week. Um, everyone seems to love a good conspiracy theory. So in segment number one, we're going to make like Indiana Jones swapping in a bag of sand for the Chachapoyan fertility idol and offer you some non-toxic conspiracy theories to share, share with the tin foil hatters in your life. In segment number two, it's the height of summer and going to the beach just may not be as simple as you think. And finally, in segment three, we'll examine whether being fake nice to people is bad. Beyond the buzzer, it's back to the stupidest things ever said before we head to the OT for a recommendation on being eco-friendly in the bathroom. <laughs> Inter- <laughs> Interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us up via email at 2on3pod at, sorry, wow, see I'm out of practice, at 2on3pod.com, you know how much we love to hear from you. But before we get to that, everyone knows you're the world's last channel flipper, Chris, but have you considered that there is a better way to flip channels that you might be missing out on? Oh no! How I mean, listen. This is like a this is this is channel flipper channel surfing dream world because the Olympics are on. So I'm just like all over. It's the best. It's like jump to whatever, whatever next Olympic channels on. It's, it's like a dream. All right. Well, I've recently begun the process of finally cutting the cable cord, and uh, there's you know it started with Prime Day because. Mm-hmm. First of all, for years, every digital movie I've ever purchased has been through Amazon. Okay. So I'm somewhat tied into that media ecosystem. And Prime Day came up, and there was a Fire TV, Fire TV edition, that I was like, well, this would be really easy. I could move it around. It could like, be the, the TV that like I set up wherever I want to set up a TV. Really, I just wanted to put a TV on the deck because, mm. I, I sure. don't know, I'm trying to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It feels, fan- it feels very fancy, you know? Got it's it. like, oh, I'm outside, there's a TV. With a <laughs> big TV on my deck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I got this TV because if you just plug in a smart TV, because smart TV technology has come enough, come far enough to be useful now, mm. that you just plug it in, and it just works. I have to sign into a, a number of things, which is a pain in the butt, but that only happens once. Right. And I have adopted YouTube TV as my primary streaming provider. And what YouTube TV is better at than any other streaming service that I've ever used is recommending things that I want to watch. And so I hit the home button. And you know what it shows me across the top? Shitty cable movies and sports. (laughs) So what's live? And then also what was live? Do you want to watch Rogue Nation for the 14th time? (laughs) Yeah. For me, it might be like the 24th time. But yeah, sure. Right, and the thing is, if it's live, I can start from the beginning. I mean, most cable providers do that now anyway, but I can jump in anytime I want, and then if I stop, it just stops. And if I come back to it three days later, it's still there. Yeah. So I can now watch any movie that was on cable mm-hmm. at any time without having to run into it. Now, right. admittedly, some of the magic is gone. But it also is much easier than just like, what's on right now? Like, instead, it's like, no, look, Predator. It's right there. I have to look is, for it. This is, this, is not what, this is not what channel surfing is about. Channel surfing is not about... Is, channel surfing is, is about the, the serendipity. Like, the universe giving you what you need at the moment. That's, I would have thought that's, so. That's the also. beauty of it. That's the beauty of channel surfing. Like, if I have to come in halfway through The Martian... I'm in. I'm good. And, and, and again, the universe gives me what I gives me what I need when I need it. But if it was just a choice of things, like what do I want to watch? I don't want to watch any of those things. Like, well, I do generally want to watch something that Rebecca Ferguson's in. But the but I don't want to watch any of those things. I don't want to have to choose. Like that's the beauty of broadcast television. Is like, oh look, that's on, and I'm in. And. And that's that's part of the thrill. But if you gave me a list of things I want to watch, like you might like to watch any of that, I want to watch any of those. 
Yeah, but it also it's like you can join it halfway through. If you go over to the live button, it'll still recommend yeah. the things that you will want the best. So instead of having to actually flip, uh-huh. I simply get a list of like what's playing right now, and and I get to choose of those things which one I'm going to watch. Okay, maybe and, maybe there's a maybe there's a happy medium in there somewhere. And now I know that Xfinity has started to offer a like a, a streaming box, which is sort of hilarious. It's like yeah, we just moved cable over from the cable to the internet, <laughs> whatever. Right. The internet was on the cable. Now the cable's on the internet. Mm. Um, and still, and still, I cannot just select the channels that I want, which is what actually everyone wants. Right. And it is, it, it we're so close, yet so far away. We've come so far, and we've accomplished nothing. There's a whole business on the back end of that that needs to be serviced. So, sadly, I, that's just I know how subscriber fees works. It's bullshit. <laughs> right. There are 943 channels that I don't watch that I pay for. I would like I to. It. It's 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 a bit it's a bit like taxes in the sense that, you know, I mean, not to get into politics right off the bat, but, you know, Pelosi's out there saying today, like, we shouldn't forgive student loan debt because what if your kid doesn't want to go to college? You might not want to pay taxes for somebody who does. And that's like, a that's a bit of a 180. There's okay. a lot of things I don't want to pay taxes for, Nancy. But <laughs> like guess your salary. What? Like your salary. That's not how it works. <laughs> Compulsory taxation is about the greater good. Otherwise, why have it at all? Right. Anyway. Uh, anyway. I, I, <laughs> the point is that subscriber fees are like taxes. You have to pay for channels that other people watch so that you can have the channels that you want to watch. Sure. And it works both ways. And Everybody the most popular channels bring us all in. So that the niche channels can also survive. But believe me, I'd like to not pay for the channels that, you know, lie to a large swath of the public about <laughs> what is or is not happening. Yeah. But like I don't I said, have that option. Like I said, there's 900 channels and and I, and I watch eight of them. But, but I, I do. I just have to tout the fact that I can just now buy a television and plug it in and there's nothing else I have to do and it just works. Yeah. I sign in and the, the shows are there. It's It's... It's worth getting rid of the, the cable. And even if Xfinity offers me the streaming box, I have to call them. Yeah. I don't want to call them. No, you don't want to talk to them. No. And they're, frankly, the fact that I, don't even, I, I didn't even know about it until it was too late, it's, it's, they're doing a bad job consistently. Yeah. <laughs> they're, the, they're, they're barely okay in my book. Have you considered buying any ad for television advertising for your campaign? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. What my about bu- podcast my budget, advertising? My, my <laughs> Can I do a live read for you? Would you yeah. give me twenty bucks? No, because <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to put that on my PDC report, and I wouldn't be able to. Like, it was like, what? Chris Willis, yours playing for for uh, for spoken word advertising? Twenty bucks? Where's he getting that? <laughs> no, sadly, no. But speaking of my campaign, I'm not going to talk about it in depth. But I will tell you, and and. Uh, a, a little while ago, several weeks, maybe a couple months ago, as school was ending, I did a little, um, a little um, podcast. I would say training, but uh, guest speaking for Dr. Kyle, who uh, teaches school, and I talked to her senior class who are doing podcasts, and some of their podcasts are pretty good, pretty funny. But <clears throat> after we listened to them uh, later on, but I will tell you, I did a live Zoom candidate forum last night. And the training that I have received over the past few years, talking live, thinking and talking, really paid off. It's there's a there's no amount of training like podcast training. It really is a great thing to do, even if you don't have an audience. I would encourage people to if you have the need to speak publicly or speak at business and any of that kind of stuff, um, you should start a little podcast and start practicing because. We spent weeks and weeks, remember, like, squeezing all those little like crutches out of your out of your mm-hmm. out of your speech. When you listen to yourself back, you're like, "Oh man, I gotta stop saying that. <laughs> I have to keep 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 moving. I have to think and talk and think and talk." And and so I'm just espousing the the benefits of podcasting as a business and life skill, a public speaking skill. I think it's a good thing. But I'm glad people listen to ours. So that's that's also cool. Lately, I've been trying very. Um hard to stop verbally responding to you as you're speaking. Since you can see me, I can nod for affirmation. And the, our listeners don't have to hear me go, mm-hmm. of course, 
Sure. But, sure. Yeah. Like, you bet. That's, that's not helping. Nobody likes that. It's like, shut up. Slow talk. <laughs> All right. Just let the man say the words. We obviously had some pent up things to get out of our system, but with that, let's go to segment number one. All right. So we're in the golden age of conspiracy theory thinking. Um, and uh, as I've said many times on the show before, stuff is bad in that particular area. Um, it's, it's not ideal that we can't move forward with a shared set of facts. I asked, uh, some friends today, if, if you could live in a purely rational state, how poor would the climate, like what's the climate, how badly could the climate be? Not, not, not like climate emergency, but like, let's say you like the weather here. That's one of the reasons I like living here. Right. How bad, how bad, how bad, like what extremes of weather are you willing to deal with as sort of a standard option if you could live in like a rational state? <laughs> Well, I mean, like, in like a, a real like, in a, in the real world, I lived. I grew up near St. Louis, which means it was 110 in the summer and like 40 below, like 20 below in the winter, which sucked. So, how much worse would you be willing to get on either end in order <laughs> no. to have like a, a shared set of facts that you could you could you know count on? You can't. It, not to step on your point here, but people love conspiracy theories because number one, it makes people feel smart. If I <laughs> if there's if there's actual facts. And then you've read through the facts. I've seen through the facts into the real truth. I feel smarter, which is the reason that mostly dumb people are the people who, who will espouse conspiracy theories, right? Because they've seen through the facts. I am smarter than the facts. Now, I'm not blind to the reality that they're... Neither is Stevie Wonder. We'll get to that. Um, But I'm not blind to the fact that there are some undercurrents in the world that make things happen. There's obviously. Yeah. But but for the most part, people love to grab a a conspiracy theory because they know more than you. I you believe this? Yes, it's that's what happened. But let me tell you what really happened because I'm smarter. And that's why people love conspiracy theories. I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, again, I can't grasp the idea of creating additional drama in one's own life for because you're that bored. Like, honestly, being <laughs> bored is the goal. <laughs> like, you need to, like, understand that being bored is the goal. It's no. I mean, people can't leave well enough alone. You know this. This is well, this has been true since the, the beginning of time. Well, they should get a TV on the deck. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. First conspiracy theory that's not going to harm anybody. Little Caesars serves DiGiorno pizza. <laughs> this, this is what this is a great. This is a classic. It is. It comes from a um, a 2018 video where a, a a man has filmed behind the counter of Little Caesars a shopping basket, shopping cart full mm. of DiGiorno pizza, and. Now, I've had DiGiorno pizza, and I've had Little Caesars, so this is not a believable conspiracy for me. Now, maybe this particular Little Caesars was doing the um, uh, the the fake Burger King. Did you see the fake Burger King was in the news recently? No. We're going to have to come back to the fake okay. this, the, the story of the fake Burger King. All right. If you want to know about the fake Burger King, you can Google it. It's in, like, Pittsburgh or something. You, you can beat us to the punch, but we'll come back to that. Anyway, DiGiorno pizza is bad, and... In fact, the it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno is one of the greatest conspiracies right there, foist, foisted on the American people. That's not a conspiracy, that's a lie. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's just a lie in advertising. There's truth in advertising. Well, I didn't hear anybody lie. disputing it. So clearly they must have been. <laughs> it was common knowledge, that's why. Now, the, now my son is a um, microwave pizza connoisseur. Okay. He, you know, we we buy him like big stacks of the of yeah. the Red Baron single Ooh. serving things mm-hmm. because sometimes he needs to make his own lunch and that's what he likes to have. Sure. So I know real pizza from from home baked, like the DiGiorno. And you're right; it's 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 not a believable conspiracy theory because the second someone threw a DiGiorno in your little Caesar's box and you took it home, you'd be like, "This is DiGiorno's." You'd, you'd spot it in a minute, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, but, the, the, but there's nice profit margin, though. I mean, well, I mean, what? It, I mean, little Caesar sells those pizzas for five bucks anyway. I mean, Jesus, you might as well just you know buy this little Caesar. At least they cook it for you. If I'm gonna buy a little Caesars and I don't get the pan burnt cheese around the outside, 
then I'm going to be disappointed. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> right. I'm here for the burnt cheese. I'm here I mean, for a five dollar pizza with the burnt cheese. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. So this this happened because this uh, Little Caesars was in a Kmart, and the Kmart had uh, uh, somebody had pushed a cart just over an employee actually of of the Little Caesars had pushed a cart of DiGiorno's personal cart of DiGiorno's. <laughs> they Sounds were storing. Good. Yeah, they had they were storing. Uh, so all they were going to, apparently the Kmart was going to throw away all these DiGiorno's and that person was like, don't throw those away. I want them. And they took them back to the little Caesars refrigerator, which you, which you would do, yes. which a smart person would do hundred yep. percent. All right. Next, we've got Tommy Wiseau of the room fame for anyone that doesn't know is DB Cooper. <laughs> we all know that Loki is DB Cooper. First of all, <laughs> spoiler uh, alert. It looks just like him. I can't wait to get my variant jacket <laughs> and then I'm going to get a coronavirus head. <laughs> and write delta on there there you go um so this came from a 2014 xkcd comic where uh the, the artist just says here's the reasons that db cooper here are the things they have in common um vanished mysteriously with a large amount of money real asian name or unknown ambiguous possibly affected speaking style he's quoted as saying negotiable american currency during uh-huh. his robbery all right fate unknown Tommy Wiseau, also known as Johnny from The Room, appeared mysteriously with a large amount of money. A colleague <laughs> says he's much older than he claims. Ambiguous, possibly affected, affected speaking style. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> Background unknown. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, first of all, D.B. Cooper is not seeking fame after the things that he has done. So I would say I would immediately not buy this this conspiracy theory. I think D.B. Cooper, had he survived, simply just took his money, walked into the world, and yeah, and you know was attacked by the undead, as we've covered. However, he's probably if he survived, he probably just living a living a quiet life somewhere. Doesn't seem like an attention seeker. I mean, if you're going to though, wouldn't that work? Just be super weird and go make a movie like some passion project. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe he got bored being alone and rich. And or I mean, Wiseau's got that weird face that looks like he's been I don't know tortured with knives and then sort of healed back together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. First of all, I think DB Cooper is probably much more clever than Tommy Wiseau. So there right. we have it. I want some negotiable American currency. <laughs> don't we all? We've touched on this before, but Stevie Wonder isn't really blind. You and I have talked about this on the show before. Um, we've seen videos of him catching a falling mic stand, a, a picture of him taking a photo. <laughs> uh, the Shaquille O'Neal story from uh, yeah. from uh, in, uh, from uh, NBA, inside Puff, the NBA. Yeah. Puff Daddy said that he could see what people are wearing. It would compliment people's outfits. Yeah. I mean, I think we just settle on the idea that he's blind legally, but not like blind blind right yeah yeah which which makes sense i think sighted people think that anyone who's blind just can't see at all well i think i think he's given the impression though the whole uh, the whole time that we've known stevie wonder as a celebrity that he is like blind blind all right you think he's overselling it maybe okay i mean it makes, it makes sense that he would it's a differentiator for sure all right next we've got the idea that fin- finland and australia don't exist <laughs> <laughs> Australia is a work of fiction by Great Britain that allowed them to kill convicts with impunity. Everyone claiming to be from Australia is a liar. If you think you've been there, you weren't. You flew somewhere else and dropped at this fictional place. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know how you even get there. I think in the olden times, like in olden times, I understand this. Like if someone said we're taking these convicts to Australia, you knew they were just taking the boat out in the middle of the ocean and dumping these convicts in the middle of the ocean, right? They weren't really taking them this far away land. <laughs> I could believe that if if it was the 1600s or wherever the hell, you know, whatever whenever um, this was a popular thing where they where Britain made Australia a prison colony, uh, I would get that. I would say they they're taking you to Australia, which means the bottom of the ocean, but. Obviously, there's an Australia. I've been there. <laughs> Would have you, though? Have you really? I mean, this, this is one of those things where this is like the... Have you seen the conspiracy theory that Joe Biden is actually doing all the White House shots from a, like, the scale that's in Tyler, pa- <laughs> Tyler Perry's studio in Atlanta? And that the entire media is in on it along with like lawmakers? 
That's a great. That's a great theory. And we're not supposed to be doing that here. No, we're supposed to do non-toxic conspiracies. Uh, right, right. Yeah, we're doing non-toxic conspiracies. And then the last, also, so I said Finland. Finland also doesn't exist. And this one, I was like, what? What is the genesis of this? So I had to look into it, and it comes from a Reddit post from seven years ago. <laughs> Yes, the compendium all human truth that is Reddit. <laughs> and it said, the, the question comes from a post that says, what did your parents show you or teach you that you assumed was completely normal only to later discover that it was not normal at all? By the way, we need to come back to this. Because okay. I think there's a lot of these things. Yes, sure. But one of them is Finland isn't real. Yes. It's nowhere. Like, it's like a, it's, it's, it does, it's a nothing burger. It's like, doesn't, it doesn't exist. Like, so what is they, this kid's parents told him that the actual place of Finland is just eastern Sweden. That Helsinki <laughs> is in eastern Sweden. And so that when people fly there, they wouldn't notice. Um, world maps are altered because it's a UN conspiracy to keep people believing in Finland. And uh, Nokia is owned by the Japanese and they're a main player in the, in the entire conspiracy. It's Japanese. So why they would invent Finland um, is because of Japanese fishing rights. So because the Japanese love sushi, but tight fishing regulations and public outcry mean they can't fish as much as they want, after the Cold War, they agreed with Russia to create a landmass called Finland where they could fish. If people thought there was a country where nobody would be there, like, so basically like the Japanese wanted the freedom to fish out the water. <laughs> the fish is then transported through Russia, where a small percentage of the food is given to the population and then uh, shipped to Japan under the disguise of Nokia products. <laughs> That's, that's amazing. Of course, it was for fish, so they called it Finland, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Japan is uh, one of the world's largest importers of Nokia products, despite the fact that nobody there owns a Nokia phone. <laughs> and that is, yeah, so they, they, you, you ruin the punchline, which is they, they named their imaginary, imaginary country Finland for the, the fish. fish. For the fish. God, that's amazing. That is amazing. I feel so much smarter. I know this now. <laughs> I can tell people about it. Yeah, can I can I show you one that that uh, that I like that uh, that perhaps um, that perhaps wasn't on the list that you sent of me? Of course, of course. That Frozen Disney's Frozen was created as a distraction because now instead of when you search Walt Disney Frozen, it's not about Walt Disney himself putting himself in cryogenics. Now you get Disney's Frozen, which is this very appealing. Uh, cartoon or animated feature about two loving and one superpowered sister. That makes and, sense. And now, and now his, and now all that Walt Disney cryogenic stuff gets buried underneath ten thousand layers of kids singing "Let It Go," and you can't find anything about it anymore. I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. That's just smart business. <laughs> that's just push, push it down. That is amazing. That's an amazing thought if it's actually real. Amazing uh, thought. And then one of the, the the fancy current theories is that Joe Biden has been replaced with an actor. Like, this guy doesn't look anything like Joe Biden. It's like, no, he's just fucking older than you remember. That's, <laughs> but I wanted to finish with lightning round of celebrities who supposedly aren't themselves. And I'm not okay. going to explain any of these. I'm just going to read them lightning right. style. If people want to dig into them we can, or, or ask us to do, uh, we can. Uh, Avril Lavigne was killed in 2003 and replaced with a clone or a friend named Melissa Vandela. Taylor Swift is a clone of satanic priestess Zena LaVey. True. Miley Cyrus died of an overdose and was replaced by a body double from an, uh, that's, that's shown in this old concert clip. Beyonce is an Illuminati clone made from her own stem cells. True. Eminem is an Illuminati clone. Nah. Andrew WK is a work of performance art being played by multiple people. True. <laughs> that's what you have to ask Kat Dennings. <laughs> Gucci Mane was cloned by the government while serving time in prison. <laughs> Kanye West is a clone, according to Nick Cannon. No. I might have to read that one. Uh, and some people also believe that Katy Perry is a grown-up JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> that, that's an old one. I heard that one a long time ago. Yeah. And of course, the classic one, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney died and was replaced. Fake Paul. Which is a fake Paul. I learned from the... Those are good ones. Uh, yeah, and then I learned from the Reddit, um, things people taught you, things your parents taught you that you didn't realize was weird, is that a bunch of people wipe their butt from the front. Uh, I'm not even going to start. <laughs> Let's go to segment, two. segment number two. All right. In segment two, um, it's the middle of summer. It's getting to be hot as hell again. Uh, it's been fairly nice, very pleasant around here for a while. Um, it's now sort of becoming uncomfortable once again. Uh, our beaches are not always the easiest to go to around here. Uh, 
um, in particular. Many of them are rocky. Uh, it's the you know it's the Northwest. We don't. I, I don't. I guess I've never looked into why our beaches don't generate like why we don't have sandy beaches. I, I assume it has something to do with water temperature and the way the weather works and the way the surf break functions and the fact that our beaches are often the ones we can access aren't on the ocean. They're in the sound, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't get real waves. Right. So I think that doesn't break, right? It doesn't break down the rocks. All right, we've solved right. it. And if you go, and if you, but if you go out to the Washington coast, which it's, is yeah, a couple sandy. hours away, you get, you get sandy beaches. True. All right. So going to the beach is hard. Um, not just because of the terrain, but because, you know, I mean, I hate sand. It's rough and irritating. It's <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> right. Do you, yes. do you like going to the beach? I hate going to the beach. You hate it. No, here's the, here's the deal. My favorite thing is, um, well, we had gone on vacation on spring break to Hawaii. My favorite move is sitting at the pool in a chair that faces the beach. I get to see the water. I get to hear the waves, but I don't have to deal with the sand and the salt water. Cause salt water sucks. No one loves salt water. I disagree. And then, then you just, you know, you dive in the pool, you get back out and you look at the beach again. That's, that's my, that's my, that's my ultimate beach visit. Mm. See, I, I really like to get into the ocean. I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy swimming in the break. Um, I like to float in the salt water. Okay, that's. I mean, that's great. I just, that's just not my. It's just not my. Uh, it's not my jam. I feel like I've told this story in the podcast before, but on our honeymoon, we were in Nice, and that's a rocky beach, but the water's really nice. And I was pretty drunk, and so I just like swam way the hell out, and it was just floating on my back in a Jesus pose, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was really cool. My wife was a little worried. She's like, "You're really far away." I'm like, "No, I don't know. No, we're fine. I don't get eaten by a shark. It's everything's we, cool." We go. We, we're ta we're getting ready to go on our Oregon beach, our annual Oregon beach vacation. Oh, I mean, enjoy which is, that 54 degree weather. Exactly. Which is me <laughs> sitting on a beach in a hoodie, like freezing yeah. my ass off, like going, "Why? What is this? Why do we do? Why do we even do this?" But we used to go to the Oregon coast every once in a while, and then I started insisting that if we were going to do that, we had to get a place with a hot tub. I was like, if we're going to do this, then we need a deck with a hot tub that faces the beach so that I can be at the beach but and in the water, but comfortable. I'm not living that large, sadly. <laughs> All right. So I gathered some, some beach horror stories. And I don't know if you had any. Did you have any? Have you ever had like a really bad experience at the beach? Um, not, not particularly, no. 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 Like I don't uh, have, I don't have, I don't have. Yeah, because I don't like the beach. <laughs> I don't like to go there. <laughs> the only one I can think of is uh, actually the same trip. I was in Hawaii. I was younger. My cousins were teaching me how to surf. And we were out past the break waiting on it, uh, you know, between sets. And I know they did this on purpose because of the, they laughed really hard when they got me. And they basically started yelling that there were sharks in the water. And I turned around and there's like a, a, a pod of porpoises and their fins are out. It was and enough. It was enough I, to. It was enough to make your brain freak out. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> started panting like a maniac, and then they started cackling, and then they broke my concentration, and then I ended up uh, biting it into a, a reef later. <laughs> Not that my, bad. Just a little scrape on the back of my. My wife has a good beach story where her and her sister got caught in like a bit of an undertow and Ugh. sucked out a little bit. I think they were in Europe at the time and they were saved by a naked European man swimming who was swimming to uh, doing some open water swimming. Nude. <laughs> Nude. <laughs> but tasteful. All right. Okay. So uh, the stories I grabbed here, um, this person says they felt something graze their foot. They looked down to see a black mass in the water, yelled shark, twisted their ankle, hurt themselves. And then realized it was a piece of trash floating in the water. Dude, the, the ocean is a big and scary place. So if something brushes up against you that doesn't feel like it should have, your first instinct is always, oh my God, it's over. I'm dead. Like something has gotten me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't begrudge this person their panic at all. Yeah. If you're going to go like scuba or even snorkel in heavily populated waters, you better be ready for the experience that the water is full of other creatures. Yeah. Cause it's, it is a bit of a, it takes some getting used to. <laughs> for sure. All right. This gentleman, this isn't really a beach related thing, but I just couldn't not include it. I walked up behind my wife and said, you gorgeous stack of pancakes. When she turned around, it wasn't my wife. <laughs> Now, stack, stack of pancakes is the best part of this. <laughs> well, I'm concerned that we're talking about like layers of back fat here, right? In a swimsuit, 
Right. And I mean, like, the level of comfort. I'm jealous here of Michael C. I'm, the level of comfort you would have to have with your spouse to say some shit like that and not think that you were going to get smacked even <laughs> if it gorgeous, wasn't your wife. You gorgeous stack of pancakes. <laughs> That's so good. That was the first time I'd ever heard that, and it made, I'm still laughing about it. So I yeah, I had never heard it either. It's insane. Good for him. I, I I can't imagine this woman wasn't turned on by it. That, who knows? Hey, I wonder hey, if she asked I for know. some syrup. <laughs> you got any frosting? <laughs> Speaking of frosting, a seagull dropped droppings on my dad's back while at the beach. My dad turned to my mom and said, thanks for the sunscreen. He then reached for his back and he started spreading the sunscreen. Oh, no. 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 Oh, no. somebody help him. I mean, what? someone just say, dad, that's poop. I mean, what what is wrong with his family? They just stared aghast. Maybe they were laughing. No, it's like, thanks for the sunscreen, huh? No, Dad, that was poop. That's it. Why did, why did you just say that? Have you ever been pooped on by a bird? I have. Me too. It's good luck in some cultures. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just so you don't freak out when the bird poops on you. It's not great. Not, it's not awesome. All right, next this is an interesting one here from Miguel. Miguel says, a setup date at the beach. Thought I would go for a dip in the ocean before she showed up. All right. Fucking mistake number one, Miguel. All right. All right. So you're Miguel... meeting someone at the beach and you're getting in the water before they show up. You're All not right. going to look your best, friend. <laughs> so this is how it plays not out Not unless for you're Rip. Maybe like if you're Daniel Craig. Oh, and you want to get out of the water like a pro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Just okay. saying. Well, this is how it worked out for Miguel. He saw his date, got out, and used a new cheap towel he had purchased to dry off. The cheap purple dye from the towel rubbed off all over my body. She saw me, said, hell no, Grimace, and walked away. <laughs> how I'm going to call shenanigans here, slightly. <laughs> because how old do you have to be to make a, a Grimace joke? Like, Grimace has not been in the public eye since 1982. I think the, inter- the internet has maintained Grimace no, forever. No, no. Th- I call shenanigans on this. The- she did not say hell no Grimace and leave. No. Well, I mean, maybe this happened no. a while ago. What? No, Miguel's not that old. Let me, let me, no. How do I'm you know? Calling shen- I'm right. just saying that, first of all, nobody makes a Grimace joke in this day and age. This is not happening. I would make a Grimace joke. Yes, you would. I would make a Grimace joke for sure. I can't but- bring up Mayor McCheese often enough. <laughs> <laughs> But there's no way she makes a grimace joke and then leaves. Sorry, you made that up, Miguel. All right. My siblings and I, this is from Andrew. My siblings and I were excited to go to the beach for the day because we had been waiting all week to go. My mom got us packed in the car only to take our dog to the vet. She said the only way she'll be convinced it's not the vet is if you think it isn't either. (laughs) (laughs) So they're not going to the beach? This is just a ruse? This is just a clever ruse to... To get the dog to the vet? She has tricked the entire family about a beach trip so they could take the dog to the vet. That's some bullshit. We need to go to the beach, Mom. (laughs) After the vet, I hope we're going to the beach. Yeah, we better be going all the way to the beach because this is some BS. And I'm never doing this ever again. Why would you you kill your children's trust in you by making them do that? All you have to do is tell them. I don't know. We have to trick the dog. She thought the kids were going to, you know, give it up to the dog. (laughs) The dog would know. Because they wouldn't be excited enough ridiculous our dog because we haven't left the house very often obviously for like a year and a half uh-huh. every time we leave the house he tries to run to the door he goes thinks he's coming yeah. <laughs> don't leave don't leave please don't leave me <laughs> i've been used to having you around don't leave me please don't leave me please 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 all right max says he went snorkeling with his friend and found a house key in the ocean his friend found the house key he picked it up and said some idiot lost his key and threw it when i dropped him off at his house he realized it was his key <laughs> stupids you better check your. who pop- carries a single key if you're going to the beach and somebody else is picking you up would you carry a single key yeah but i'm not gonna you, need anything would you else put it, would you put it in your shorts yes because i have swimsuit with zipper pocket the, the velcro no zipper <laughs> zipper man or or like i used to have when i wore I board would, when i, I wore board shorts my... they they have a key tie no, I, I, well, that's fine. I just would not take my key. I would, like, leave it in my bag or something. I would not take my key. I would have left it in my buddy's car. Yes. Better better choice still. Yeah. 
Uh, Terry says, I was eating a sandwich walking on the beach and was attacked by many seagulls. I started running, tripped, and landed face first into a guy's crotch. Yeah, like romancing the stone. Yes. Except the other way. Right. Dude, I've eaten at the I've eaten at the at at the at the uh, at the pier. Man, those birds will come for your fries if you're eating. Oh yeah. There. They will they will come get you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you can't mess around with seagulls. Mm-mm. No. You have to like bring you can't have loose food. <laughs> no. And finally, Gus says my annoying aunt made the whole family do beach meditation with her. She asked then when she asked each of us to describe our happy place, my dad just said this trip, but without you here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's a quality burn. It's pretty a good. Qual- yeah. Of course, you know, it's your wife's sister or maybe it was his sister. I mean, if it's his sister, hilarious. If it's your wife's sister, hilarious, but really, really fucking mean. <laughs> <laughs> God, Janice, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to segment three. All right, let's be honest. A lot of people suck. And (laughs) can I be can I be honest with you? (laughs) It's some people are good. Like they they like to ignore it and Mm. pretend like they like everybody they meet. I am not like this. Um, In fact, I can barely get along with my friends. (laughs) I'm Um, I'm 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 much more like this. I, I know. I I, but I, I just, I just walk away. I just can't, I can't, I cannot engage. I can barely engage in a conversation with someone I care about. Right. Because I, we've talked about before. I have a, like, I, I maybe, you know, I don't mean to make light, but maybe I'm on the spectrum because I like fucking don't care. <laughs> right. Like it's terrible. I, I, I want it. I want to care. Now that you, now that you say the words, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it's likely. Like I just, I want to care. But I don't. <laughs> but I don't care enough to care. I don't. I really want to, but I, when it comes right down, I you know. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, you can be honest about that. I mean, I, I struggle with my own day-to-day family. Kids want to tell me about some bullshit. I don't... Oh, God. I just want to say, please stop. I don't care about this. <laughs> I can't. But I want to. Yes, of course. Sometimes, sometimes I do. It's bad. Um, but a lot of people uh, will go and be like fake nice. And, like, get along with everyone. And this article I sent you posits that perhaps this is a, is a bad thing. Um, that it's not something that you should be doing. And it, 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 it gives us some reasons why we might be doing it. Because, one, we're secretly ju- judging people and you feel guilty about it. And I think, for me, right here, is that's the thing, is I don't feel guilty. And I'm not doing it secretly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm openly judging you and don't give a rat's ass. Right. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I'm, I'm generally not, like, judging people. I honestly don't. I just don't care about that. Right, right. I'm indifferent. I'm just indifferent toward you, which is a completely different thing, right? It's, there is, there is, I'm nice to you. I'm annoyed by you and letting you know it. I'm completely indifferent. Like, you're here. There's someone standing here. I can tell because it casts a shadow over my food, right? Or whatever. Yeah, this article posits that you, um, would rather enjoy and appreciate everyone. So realizing that you, you don't like somebody is something you are ashamed of. And I, I can't relate to this idea. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I don't either. I guess some, there's some people I, I can imagine this being true for. I mean, yeah, if I don't like you, I'll be nice to you in the, in the moment, but you know, there won't be follow up, right? There won't be, you know, there's not a friendship building here. <laughs> you're just like okay i'll make the i'll make the chit chat and then when the chit chat's over I'm, I'm not coming back around so that's my problem is that people will always ask me questions and i can't i don't know if they're doing it because they're they're just being polite or if they're mm-hmm. genuinely curious and i mm-hmm. tend to like provide too much information in response because <laughs> like i don't know here's the truth you asked a question i'm like so I, I like to know early on if it's small talk and i'm not pretty i'm not always good about picking it up picking up on it and i don't always respond in kind well, this is the spectrum argument coming back into right. play, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then why did you ask me if you didn't want to know everything about it that I know about it? <laughs> Correct. Correct. You asked a fucking question. <laughs> and you're like, well, you didn't ask me anything about my kids or job. I don't care about your kids or job. <laughs> 
that's the funny part. That's the that's the kicker. It's the reciprocal nature of small talk. It's just is, not in my nature. If someone small talks you, they expect you to ask them about the Hey, how are you? How do you know the people who are who are at this party? And how do you? Yeah, you know, what do you do for a living? Great. And then you just walk away, and they don't get anything back for you. Like you don't, they don't get to tell you their story. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's funny. Whatever, I'm the star of the show. I don't. Know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's another reason: the person you're pretending like has something you want. Now I'm a little more familiar with this one. Right, because there were t- because there were there were girls I wanted to kiss. <laughs> this was this was sometimes this is sometimes the uh, the reason that you uh, that you pretend to like someone. It is difficult for me though to maintain a relationship with these these kinds of I don't want to say farcical, but maybe less than genuine would be better reasons. Um, you know, I mean, family that I, I I need to stay in touch with for various reasons, but I don't really want to making yeah. time making time for for that kind of thing. I hate I just really really hate obligation. Like right and, because you're selfish. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just that, like, Fair. I, I just, I don't want to have to do something. I want to want to do it. And the older <laughs> I get, the less that happens. Right. Because you'd rather do the things you want to do because you're selfish. Yeah, it's but fine. You, yeah, well, the, and then you can come. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's welcome to the thing I want to do. Right. But I don't want to do the thing that you want me to do because I have to do it. Right. Right. I have to tell my wife that sometimes I'm like. I know it seems like I'm irritated that we're going to this thing, but just give me a few minutes to get comfortable with it and I'll be fine. Yes. Because all things being equal, I'd rather just not go. Yeah. No matter uh, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the same with like fishing, right? Like my, my wife has figured this out. Sometimes you got to let it run before you reel it in. Mm -hmm. And that's what she understands very well about me. She's got to let me run a little bit. And then she's, then she's comfortable reeling me in a little bit. It's like, okay, go do what you want to do for a while. And then when I ask, just shut up and do it. Right. And I'm cool with that. It's like, okay, you've let me, you've given me plenty of line. If you need me to come in and do this thing or show up at this event or do this thing that's obligatory for me, I'm happy to do it. So she's figured that out. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I just have gotten really good about being able to express how I'm feeling. And, and my wife started to learn it's like that I need to just process it and then I'll, I'll discard it and then we can move forward. Yeah. But I can't like, I can't move forward until I've processed it and discarded it. Right. Cause if you push me early, my initial actions, no. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Correct. You have to, you have to sort of lay it out there and let me sort of look at it a little bit and sort of explore it and then ask me for a decision the next day. And it's probably just fine. Right. I get that. The next suggestion here is that faking it is often easier than having a frank conversation. And that this is, again, I can't relate to this. Um, I, I only can have a frank conversation. It's a limitation <laughs> of mine. I find that I can only hang out with my good friends because they're up for the conversation that I want to have. So you and I do it on this podcast. And now I sure. realize that much of my socializing sort of works this way. That... I posit a scenario for discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we do. We have this conversation all the time, either on wax here or like when we're hanging out or playing golf, there's always, there's always a conversation to have. That's Frank. And it's because, usually somewhat esoteric and often like of no consequence, but yet <laughs> often brutally like honest about like, what are your actual opinions on these things? Even if the, again, this is where the farcical might come into play. It's like, even if we're having sort of a, I can't, I wish I could come up with a great example right now. Um, but it's much like what I, what I said, I brought up with you earlier, like what weather would you be willing to endure to live in the, the rational society? Right. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. a weird we have, thing to say, <laughs> but we have, but we have the same conversation about, about like serious political matters that we do like, like Marvel movies. <laughs> It's like right. the same. It's like the same intensity. It's like, you, it, and that's the that's the funny thing about it. It's just whatever whatever we decide to have. A, the second we take that one step into, hey, I have a differing opinion, and I need to let you know about like how I'm thinking about this, regardless of the subject matter. We just do it, and it's fine because right. that's because that's the kind of relationship we have. And that's that's my preference. Is like I rather I'd be able to talk to you about literally anything, and it'd be fine. And yeah. even if even if we disagree, and that happened today, like in the conversation we had, we came to a, a different opinion about like the basically the future of the country. But it's like 
it's fine. Because I, when you write, when you when you have the frank discussion, and can actually like ration things out and be like, okay, well, it boils down to like, you feel differently, not you, but you know, you, my buddy over here, feels differently about like how much you care about other people. That's really what it boils down to, and and that's just that's where the discrepancy comes from, and that's fine. I understand. Exactly. Um, I think it's really it's interesting to. I, I'm trying to think of how to put this. Um, f- to, to fake it to me is extremely difficult. I can only do it for a short period of time before I just get exasperated with having to do it at all because it's an obligation. <laughs> right, right. For me, faking it isn't, you know, I, again, you know, if, if I'm in a cocktail party situation, I'm happy to have a certain level of conversation with everybody. But I'm not happy, like, but you... Are not you don't want to you don't want to wade ankle deep around a cocktail party. I only want to wade ankle deep around a cocktail party. Like I don't want to have serious and frank discussions about anything. <laughs> I want to have just light breezy touches with like as many people as I can, and then keep it light and keep it moving. You're the opposite, right? Like you be having a conversation at a party. I'm like so. Do you think Miami is going to become uninhabitable in our lifetime? Because <laughs> I think it's in our lifetime. <laughs> See, and I'm like, hey, who do you know? What do you do? Kind of a thing. Like, oh, that's funny. Did you hear about this? And then I just kind of move on. And I just, and and that's, and I don't feel like that's faking it. Yeah. That's, that is, that is sort of just being nice. Like I want to be nice. I want. I don't. I don't really think I'm faking being nice. But I also don't want to have any conversations of any depth with you. See, I, I, I do I because I want to have that engagement, and I'd rather like make two friends that night than like talk to twenty people. I'd rather just be cool with everybody than leave. Do you I think have, downtown have... Phoenix will be a ghost town before we're fifty? <laughs> do you think people will be able to live there? <laughs> It's January 3rd, and it's 143 degrees in downtown Phoenix today. Did you know the human head weighs eight pounds? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the regular segments, and you know what that means. Are you stupid or something? Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid is or stupid does, sir. It's time for the stupidest things ever said. Huh? So I have a a backlog. <laughs> no, I only I picked the best ones. It. I, I am curating. So what I'm doing now, week to week. So you used to get the unadulterated weeks worth of uh, of of stupidest things, but now since we have a few weeks, we've taken a few weeks off. Um, I have pulled a week's worth, and I will continue to do so. Pull the best week's worth for our listeners. Here's a headline from uh, the AP, the Associated Press: Protect yourself from summer fun. <laughs> I think okay. that, I think that it's must a have sunscreen been like a sun it, that's like a sunscreen headline maybe COVID <laughs> okay I think either either or works either way all right this is uh Kesha you familiar with Kesha with the with the dollar sign Kesha yeah clockwork <laughs> sure. orange eye <laughs> the, the uh what was her big hit TikTok TikTok I like that song it's good she had a lot of hits actually Kesha. she did that's the only yeah. one I know uh I bet you would know more if you if you if I played them for you, I bet a lot of songs you don't even realize are Kesha. All right, all right. Kesha says my favorite keepsake is my placenta. My mom found it in my basement. Not sure how that works. Crushed it up and made it into a necklace that I wear every day to improve my psychic abilities. <laughs> Her mom kept the placenta. I see, I've heard a lot of people doing things with placenta, like they plant a tree with the and they put the placenta. And there's like. There's a there's like soup. I don't know. There's like all kinds of whatever. I, I her mom kept it and then she made a necklace out of it. Is I that, guess that guy's shenanigans. You can make Not an true. argument that the biggest Kesha song was Timber, with Pitbull. <laughs> well, Pitbull's involved. I've definitely got to check this out. It's going down. <laughs> I'm yelling Timber. Okay. You better move. You better dance. Steve Harvey on Family Feud, of course. Sure. Name something that follows the word pork. Contestant, cupine. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Best answer. Number one answer. Do you know how a survey works? Because that's what we're doing here. <laughs> Porcupine is the best. That's a great answer. 
not in bad. beans in beans is what i probably would have said shoulder yeah sure ed <laughs> like porked porked yeah yeah great <laughs> All right, here we've got an IT staffer to a training group. Okay, everyone, for the password, please enter the word password with a capital P. Trainee, um, what was the password again? Password with a capital P. Capital P? Yes, make sure the P in password is capitalized. Look, I know what a capital letter is, but when I type password with a capital P, <laughs> I get an error message. It's, and you nice understand. That, it's nice that Amelia Bedelia showed up to this training. I have lived this exact scenario. Yeah, the press any key. Like I can't. <laughs> Where's find the, the any key? Yeah, yeah, I can't find the any key. Yeah, that's a. That person's just dense. I mean, what? I, just not thinking. It's crazy. It's. I, it reminds me that that, that honestly, is the that, stupidest thing ever said. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of my older daughter, because like she doesn't always listen. We talked about it. like she doesn't always listen for comprehension. Uh-huh. She hears me, but she's not actually listening. Sure. And I told the other day, I was like, you know, if I didn't know you, I don't know that I would think that you spoke English. Because I will say something to you and you're like, what? And didn't understand a goddamn thing that I said. Okay. In her defense, in her defense, and this happens to me all the time, my wife will enter a room and just simply start talking. And it'll take me like five seconds to realize, oh, shit, someone's talking to me. And I'll look and it'll be my wife and I'll say, I'm sorry, what did you say? It's, I've been talking to you for 10 seconds. Like, You have to get my attention first. You have to walk into a room and say, Chris. Yeah. And then I have to turn my head. I have to look at you and I have to say, yes. Yeah. Now begin talking. Yeah. It's because even worse for me because I often have headphones on. Yeah, even, yeah. Earbuds. And I think my wife secretly, not secretly, not so secretly, hates them. Oh, she definitely hates it. Take the headphones off, please. please. I'm trying to talk to you. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> right. You just but, walk in the room and start talking. I don't know who you're talking to. You're talking to anybody. And she can't see them anymore because my hair covers my ears. <laughs> so it's, it's a like, nightmare. It's a yeah. wifey old nightmare. I'm really honestly surprised that she hasn't just come up and like whacked me on the back of the head. That's the first thing she should do. Whack you on the back of the head so the headphones fall out. And then she can talk to you. Exactly. Is it yeah. so hard? Is it so hard? All right, next we have uh, a quote from Tara Reid, previously (laughs) famous. Noted noted scholar. (laughs) Noted scholar, Tara Reid. There's a thing called whale sharks, and then I realized whales are mammals and sharks are animals, so they have nothing to do with each other. (laughs) Sharks are animals. Sharks are animals. Whales are mammals and sharks are animals. Yeah. She doesn't have a a good... good, uh, Good... my lived Grass, experience. Like class. Yeah, my class. lived experience is that children think that don't understand fish and are animals. Like, there's a whole like, are fish animals? I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, they're all animals. What else would they be? <laughs> I understand mammal and like, because you know, it, it lives in yeah. the ocean. If you're a little kid, it's like, well, a whale swims in the ocean. It's a fish. Right. It's like, no, it's a mammal. It's like it's hard to explain, but you'll you'll get it in a couple of years. It breathes air and has cilia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> watch some more. Watch some more octonauts, and you'll understand. Yeah. Um, okay. Finally, we have uh, another Canadian one. Actually, this is just a Canadian interacting with an American, not an actual Canadian one. (laughs) Okay, good. American passenger on a plane headed to Toronto. Who's the president of Canada? Canadian passenger. Canada doesn't have a president. American. Oh, I'm sorry for you. I didn't know Canada was a dictatorship. (laughs) (laughs) You know... This is, yes. Explaining, like, prime minister and all these other things are just difficult for Americans to understand. We, oh. we, don't even, we don't even realize people don't speak English in other countries, let alone understand their, like, government. Oh, like coalition governing? <laughs> like, there's no clear majority? Yeah. Oh, they have no, we have no idea. No. We didn't, people don't even know how our government works, let alone, like, other governments. I can, uh, yeah, that is a tough, that's a tough scene. You like anytime you see those the man on the street things. Oh, like well, yeah. Jay Leno used to do those things yeah, where yeah. he like walk up to like really attractive people at the mall and ask them very basic questions that they had no clue about. Yeah, my favorite one of all time though was when he found a guy who knew the answer, and he's like, he shows him a picture of the Thinker, and he's like, uh-huh. what is this? And he's like, the Thinker, and he's like, who's it? Who who, who created it? He's like Rodan. And then he shows him a picture of Rodan from Godzilla. And he's like, and who's this? And he's like, Rodan! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
really, See, they, yeah. that that person had their act together. That's God it. Bless them. How did you possibly think that was going to work? That person had to be a plant. <laughs> you get lucky. All right, let's go to the overtime. Overtime. All right, some time ago, there was a discussion on the internet about whether or not it was acceptable to pee in the shower. I am pro peeing in the shower. It seems only self-explanatory to me that you would do so. Right. And you don't, obviously, you're not peeing on the walls or some such. You aim for the drain. Aim for the dra- straight to the straight through the drain. No problems. So I came across some information to convince any holdouts. Okay. <laughs> in the next One. five minutes, we're going to we're going to convince you peeing in the shower is the right thing to do. Yes. Okay. It's economical. Right. You save a, a couple of gallons because because a, a typical American toilet's at what two two gallon flush or two such? and a half to three gallons or ten uh-huh. liters uh-huh. if you're if you're a Canadian maybe. <laughs> If you're ever from any other part of the world, 10 liters. <laughs> if you pee in the shower, you're already using that water. Right. Now, the only argument against this is the idea of the um, the mooch friend who says, can you give me a ride? And you're like, kick in for gas. And you're like, but you were going anyway. Because right. that's what the pee is doing. It's going. You know, it's going it's just, anyway. Yeah. You're going anyway. Going you're down. on the drain anyway. Can I just come? Why don't, yeah. Why are you going to give me three bucks? Right. All right. <laughs> Two. It's environmentally friendly for the same reason. And an average, an average person uses 15,000 liters or 4,000 gallons of toilet water per year. This means right. that in just one year, you would save up to 2,200 liters or 580 gallons of toilet, toilet water. If you extrapolate that out to the entire United States population, that's 700 billion liters or 185 billion gallons of water saved. Okay. So that's so 4,000. So if it's a two and a half gallon flush... And it's 4,000 gallons. That means I'm flushing the toilet 1,600 times, which is four times a day for peeing and for peeing and for peeing and pooping. If you're staying properly hydrated, you should probably pee four times a day. Okay. All so right. at least one of those, you could cut it by a quarter. You could cut your water consumption. By peeing in the shower? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Number three. It is more hygienic. While this might sound crazy, peeing in the shower can actually be cleaner than using the toilet. Health officials admit that using water works way better than using toilet paper to clean yourself. There is less likelihood of any sort of splashback from men, men in your life who, mm-hmm. may, who may urinate standing up. Okay. And then certain celebrities claim that peeing in the shower can cure fungal infections. <laughs> Right, there's a there's a myth about yes. it kill, killing killing athletes' foot. Correct. M- Madonna used to say that she would pee on her feet after shows to keep from getting athletes' foot from having to be in dance shoes for like three straight hours. <laughs> or she was just into that kind of thing. So whatever. She was just not, she was just she was pro environment before it was I'm cool. Not, I'm not here to judge her, but yes, I now this peeing in the shower just isn't for dudes. It is also for women. Women should also pee in the shower. It's totally fine. Practice for like camping. Yeah. All right. Great. I'm convinced. Is yeah, there any yeah. more is there any more evidence? That's it. Three bullets. That's all I got for you. Okay, how about how about the pool? The swimming pool? Uh that's that's <laughs> don't not we, ideal. Don't we, don't we we're not gonna make a similar argument for peeing in the pool? Seems... That's not that's not great. <laughs> parts we're gonna have to break down to the number of gallons in the pool and like the parts per million. Yeah, I mean the average or... pee it's like a cup it's like a cup of pee. Like is the average you know the average, uh, the average amount. I you mean, can pee in the ocean. There's, considering there's thousands of gallons in a in a typical like home pool, I mean it's nothing. You just pee. Plus there's chemicals in there. It's fine. See that's why I like drinking at the beach. <laughs> just run right in the ocean and take a leak. Right. Well, you know the the animals poop. The, the animals poop in the ocean. Like, yeah. All over it. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know it's the ocean. Parts per million. That's what we're concerned about here. <laughs> So, so, so we're not advocating peeing in the pool. No, even though we might consider it harmless in general. Yes. However, rude. Yes. Peeing in the shower, good. Yes. Forever for lots of reasons. So there you have it. That's it. Uh, you know, how about peeing in the forest? <laughs> how about peeing in the bushes at a golf course? <laughs> I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I don't care. It's the bushes. That's our show. <laughs> our thanks to all of you for listening to Two on Three Pod, where we look outward to help you look inward. 
If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends. If you didn't, tell your enemies. Drop us a review. And by the way, thanks to... I got a couple more reviews. I really want to say thanks to the one person who gave us four stars and didn't write a review to drag an overall rating down below five. That's super... <laughs> Cool of you. It makes it real, though. It makes our it makes our it makes our it makes our reviews real. You cannot give a subpar review and not write it. You have to four say four is good. Four is a good review. Yeah, but you need to write. Why? Why four? Why not the? You know, because it's us. It's not perfect every week. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's, it's not perfect every week. I disagree. I can live with a four. Mm. God bless you for reviewing us. Four is a good four score. stars. I didn't follow the instructions properly. <laughs> <laughs> So, until next week. Well, next week, you know, I meant to ask you this at the beginning of the show, so I'd be ready for this. Um, I can't record next week. I'm going to be completely out of town. We've obviously oh. uh, already missed two of four weeks. I'm, um, it, hey, listen, requests for requests for co-hosts are going out okay. even as we speak. All right, it's probably going to be a, a Friday delivery for the show, just to set your expectations, everyone who's listening. Uh, but we will have a show out next week with just Chris and without me, so I'm sure that we'll get twice as many downloads. <laughs> I'm going to get somebody famous. <laughs> well, until next week. When Chris returns with pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism, pee in the shower. <laughs>